Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito and also International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours of uncompromised Christian radio. Praise God. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion, and that is the Jehovah Witnesses, otherwise known as the Bible Watchtower Track Society, the Jehovah's Witnesses. Beware of lies that damn the soul. Beware of lies that damn the soul. Father, I pray for all those listening to the sound of my voice, that they would understand, oh God, that your word is truth, Lord. That we have, to, we have to analyze every single doctrine and teaching according to the Holy Scriptures. Not according to somebody's interpretation of it, but according to what the Bible plainly and clearly teaches of itself, rightly dividing the word of truth. Father, help us, oh God, to... Understand your word, O oh God, and to go by what the scriptures teach. Hardly not by what a church teaches or denomination or anything as an organization, but what thy word teaches, O oh God, for thy word is truth. We pray to give you thanks and praise. Rightly dividing your word, O oh God, in light of New Testament scripture in Jesus' name, and pray that souls will be saved. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Jehovah's Witnesses. Who are the Jehovah's Witnesses? They're worldwide. They're worldwide known. Amen. They're a worldwide organization. Their base and headquarters is located in Brooklyn, New York, amen, which is one of the five boroughs of New York City, and which it began in the 1800s. Now they have a uh, membership of over 8 million people worldwide, the Jehovah's Witnesses. Many of you would know them as knocking on doors, uh, giving out their watchtower pamphlets on the street corners and so forth. And many of them are beautiful people. This has nothing to do with the individuals themselves. Please mis don't misunderstand this, this whole podcast. This has nothing to do with the individuals themselves. There are many beautiful people who are part of the Bible Watchtower Track Society, otherwise known as Jehovah Witnesses. We are, amen, dealing with the false teaching that is being propagated by the Bible Watchtower Society, otherwise known as the Jehovah's Witnesses. Their doctrines, as we're going to go through, are damnable. What does damnable mean? Well, the Bible talks about damnable heresies, amen, and which means heresies are teachings that are false that have the potential to send you to hell. Now, the Jehovah's Witnesses do not believe in hell. They believe that hell does not exist. They believe that it was, it's a figment of the imagination, that the Bible doesn't teach any such thing. If you look on their website at jw.org, which is the, the official website of the Jehovah's Witnesses, um, they have articles on the website such as, is hell real? Question mark. What is hell according to the Bible? Who goes to hell? They also do not believe that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. Amen. So they believe that, uh, that they have articles such as, is Jesus almighty God? They do not believe in the doctrine of the Trinity. Amen. And so forth. We're not going to go into every single doctrine because it'd probably be too, too lengthy. 
of a of for us to do so. But the reality is is that the the, the Jehovah's Witnesses and what they teach is not biblical. It's not according to the Holy Scriptures, and we're going to find out why right now. Amen. One of the doctrines that they believe, I just mentioned to you, they believe that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is not God. Now, the whole understanding of who Jesus is is extremely important. Amen. John the Apostle says, little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am, amen, the word I am, the word ego with me, amen, is the same word that God said in the Old Testament, right, amen, he says, I am that I am. If you look into the Septuagint, the Septuagint is the Greek translation of the Old Testament, amen. The Septuagint, and in the Septuagint, it's the word ego of me, which is I am that I am, so I am, right. So Jesus made the same statement, I am. That's because he's saying that he's God. The Bible says that he's pertaining to the Messiah, who Jesus Christ is. If you turn in the scriptures, amen, to Micah, and you go to another uh, Micah chapter number five, uh, which is in, this is the Old Testament, of course. Micah chapter number five, and you go all the way down to Micah chapter number five to verse number two. The Bible says, "But thou Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting." This is referring to the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that his goings forth, whose goings forth? The goings forth of the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, is from old and from everlasting. That he, amen, had no origination. He was, he had no beginning. Amen. Matter of fact, the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 1, if you turn in your Bibles, John chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible says, in the beginning, amen, I love it, hallelujah, glory to God. In the beginning was the word, amen. In the beginning was the word, and the Bible says, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, the Jehovah's Witness uh, Bible, or I don't even want to call it that, the translation, they say, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was a God. Amen. And the reason why they translate it in that manner is because they are reducing the Savior, whose goings forth were from old and from everlasting, into an individual whose goings forth were not from everlasting but had a beginning. They believe that Christ, Jesus Christ, was created. They believe that he, that he is not God Almighty from the beginning, but they believe that he is a God that was created by the Father, by Jehovah, and they believe that he had a beginning. And that in the Bible goes on to say in John chapter 1, it says, The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. They believe that he made all other things. Well, the word except the fact is that the word other is not in the Greek. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the original language of the New Testament. Amen. So, there is, so for them to say, oh, he made all other things, it's a lie. It's a total 100% lie from the Bible track society. And so what they are propagating to their people and what they are propagating in their literature is not of God. It's contrary to the doctrine of Christ. But they stand out to be a biblical organization that fears God and that's standing for the truth of Jehovah of God, which is a lie. 
Matter of fact, the reason why they translate the word was a God because they say that there is no definite article before the word theos. Okay, what does this mean? Try to put it down to layman's terms. The definite article defines, amen, the noun. It defines, amen, the noun. So in other words, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Well, refer, referring to a specific God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen? There was no other God beside him. God says that in the Old Testament. Amen? There's no other God formed beside him. He says that in the Old Testament. And so who is this God that, that was with God? Amen? Well, obviously, the Bible is giving the, opening up the revelation of the doctrine of the Trinity. One God and three persons, because in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And so the begin, the, just to put in layman's terms, the Bible says the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God. So in other words, the Word was not this God, was not here, but the Word also was God. What does this mean? It means that the Word, that is God, is not the Father. It means that the Father is not the Son. It means that the Father and the Son is not the Holy Ghost. Amen. That there's one God and three persons. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, not two, not three. Christians do not believe in the three-headed God. We don't, we don't believe in three gods. We believe in one God and three persons. Amen. The Godhead, yes, but that's one God and three persons. So we don't believe, amen, in, in some kind of three gods or two gods, but only one God and three persons. Hallelujah. Amen. And we don't believe that these God, the one God manifests himself as the Father and the Son. And the, no, there's one God and three persons, clearly in the Bible, because the word was with God and the word was God. So the, he was in the beginning with God means that we're talking about two separate individuals here, but yet one God. Amen. Two separate, two separate persons here. But yet there's only one God. And, oh, how can you believe that? You can't even understand the Trinity. Well, can you understand God? His ways are past finding out. What a fallacy. What a lie. Amen. You can't even, you and I can't even understand who God is. But, but we, are, we do have the framework of, of, of understanding it from the scriptures. Amen. We know what God is and we know what God isn't. But we, we, can't, we can't totally understand God in his, in his wonderful capacity. Paul said his ways of, pa of past finding out. Amen. The Holy Ghost who Paul said. So understanding that, the word was with God and the word was God, not a God. Now, they say because there's no definite article pointing to the fact that it's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What a lie. How do we know this is a lie? Because the fact that they, they go ahead and they continue to translate, amen, the rest of this passage of John 1 in their New World Translation they go, and, they go and translate it, amen, um, in the, the verses that are to come, verse 6, verse 12, verse 13, and verse 18 of John chapter 1, as God. They don't, they don't translate it as a God. They translate it as God. For example, the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. There's no different article before the word theos. So why don't they translate that a God? But they don't. They translate it God. Verse 12 of John chapter 1 says, But as many as received him, then they gave him power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. There's no different article. But they still translated God, not a God, right? In verse number 13 of the same chapter of John's gospel, which were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. They don't put a God. There's no different article. Why don't they translate it a God? They don't. It's deception. 
John chapter 1, verse 18, No man has seen a God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. So they, trans they don't translate that a God, they translate no man has seen God at any time. This is, this is the, contra the, the hypocrisy and the contradiction that they, that they, they uh, expose to everybody of their interpretation when they translate, uh, of their understanding when they translate their uh, New World translation of the Holy Scriptures, which is to them, they pervert the Scriptures. And so they don't, they don't even go by their own rule. Oh, there's no definite article before the word, before the word theos in John chapter 1, verse 1. Well, there's no definite article in uh, John chapter 1, verse 6, John chapter 1, verse 12, John chapter 1, verse 13, John chapter 1, verse 18. But they don't put a God there. Hallelujah. Why? Because, because it would be blasphemous, right? Well, it's just as much blasphemous as putting, amen, a God in John chapter 1, verse 1. It's talking about the God of the God that ruled the whole world. God said in, the, God said in, John, in Genesis chapter 1, let us make man in our image. There's one God and three persons, amen? The word Elohim is plural. And so we're not going to go into all of that. The reality is, is that they don't believe that Jesus Christ is God. They don't believe it's God. Jesus says, you have to honor me as you honor the, honor the Father. But they use verses like, oh, um, the Father is greater than I. Don't you see that? The Bible says the Father is greater than I. So therefore, Jesus is not God. Jesus is not the Father, but he is God in flesh. Amen. And so when he humbled himself and became a servant, a servant, the Bible says that he was still God, but he became a servant to die on the cross for our sins. We're not going to go into all that understanding, but that he's still God, but he humbled himself at the time. Amen. And so to die for our sins, now he's glorified back to the position that he had from the beginning. Right? The glory that I had with thee from the beginning, John's gospel, chapter number 17. Right? The Bible said all the angels of God worship who? Jesus Christ. Thomas said, my Lord and my God, amen. Jesus said, oh, don't call me God. You know, he received it because he is God. Hallelujah. He is God. He is God. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. The idol that the Jehovah's Witnesses worship is a false Christ. It's not the biblical Jesus Christ of the Holy Scriptures, just like other cults, just like Mormonism and others. They don't worship the Christ of the Bible. Hmm? They don't worship Jesus Christ of the Bible. They don't believe that he's God in the flesh. By that fact alone, you will die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am he, Jesus said, I am that he's God in flesh, you will die in your sins because you're not trusting in the biblical Christ for salvation. You're denying him and you're receiving an idol. Hmm. You're receiving an idol. And the reality is that when the Gnostics, amen, were trying to teach that Christ did not come in the flesh, Amen. They're teaching, they were teaching that, that he didn't come on the flesh. He didn't die. He didn't really die on the cross for our sins and rise again from the dead. Well, Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe that Christ rose up bodily from the dead. Even though Jesus says in Luke's gospel, chapter 24, amen. In, in Luke's gospel, chapter number 24, after, his, uh, after the Savior's resurrection, after the Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection, amen. He tells his disciples, amen, in verse 39, Let's go down to verse number 37. But, but they were terrified and affrighted and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see me have. Amen. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. He showed it to them. He says, A spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see me have. They do not believe that Christ rose bodily from the grave. 
It's a lie. They don't believe it. Jesus just said he, he's not spirit here. They believe, oh, they saw a spirit. And he, she, he, he came in a spirit form and all this kind of garbage. It's a lie. A spirit have not flesh and blood as you see me have. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. And so the nail piercing in his hands and the piercing in his side will forever be there. He, he, he rose up bodily from the grave. Amen. A new glorified body. Amen. But it was a physical body. But it was glorified. Amen. And this is part of the lie of the Jehovah's Witnesses. They believe, oh, no, he didn't rise up bodily from the grave. And all. This is garbage. It's a lie. The lie that they are promoting is, is, is the same lie that was taught back in the, first, back in the early church called by a man by the name of Arius. I'm not going to go into all of who Arius is, but Arius, amen, denied the deity of Christ and so forth. And basically this false heretical doctrine of Arianism has been resurfaced by the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Bible Track, Bible, uh, track Society, Bible Watchtower Track Society. And so this is what they believe. And they go out and they teach this. And they use those verses of Scripture to deceive people because, amen, many people don't understand uh, how Christ humbled himself, amen, in the incarnation and became a servant. But, but he was still God, amen? But they don't understand that. So when Jesus had made statements like, you know, that day and hour knoweth no man, not, not even the Son, but the Father, because he humbled himself at that point in time while he was still God. He was still God. He was still all-knowing, but he chose at the time to humble himself and not to attain and not to have those specific, uh, that specific understanding, amen, of that portion of knowledge at the time. Uh, can, we under, can, we, can we explain the incarnation to its degree? No. But we do know that the Bible says he thought it not robbery to be equal with God, plain and simple, amen. And that there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, right? The Word and the Holy Ghost, these three are one. In 1 John 5, chapter 7. 1 John chapter 5, verse 7, rather. And so the Bible tells us the Trinity is real. Amen? Hallelujah. We're not going to go into all the details. But the Jehovah's Witnesses like to promote these doctrines as if they're a biblical organization. We're going to go now and we're going to talk about their understanding of hell. Because they don't believe that there's a hell. There's other, there's other uh, groups that don't believe in hell, uh, such as the Global Church of God. Now, I believe it's the Global Worldwide Church of God. It used to be called uh, Armstrong, uh, the Armstrongism. Uh, it was called uh, Worldwide Church of God years ago. But now, what we, what we understand is this, is that they don't believe in a literal hell. They believe that hell doesn't exist because they believe that the word, amen, uh, Hades, and the word Sheol, which is the word Sheol, is the Hebrew word that describes hell in the Old Testament. The word Hades is the, is the Greek word in the New Testament that describes hell, amen, referring to the place of departed spirits, amen, not the place of the lake of fire, but the place of the departed spirits. When, when someone dies, now they go to hell, and they're waiting for the final judgment to be thrown into the lake of fire. So we go to Luke's Gospel, chapter 16, and we're going to go and follow the logic of the Watchtower Bible Tracks Society. And you follow with me, and you, you just, <laughs> you'll see what, I, what I'm trying to say here. And try not to, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a joke about it, but it's ridiculous, okay? Here's the thing. Luke's Gospel, or so rather, we're going to go to uh, Luke's Gospel, chapter number 16. Amen. We're just at 24. We want to go to Luke's Gospel, chapter 16. Now, understand that again. I'm just going to just reiterate this real quickly. The Bible Watchtower Society believes that the word Sheol and Hades refer to the grave. They believe the word Sheol and Hades refer to the grave. So the, when the word hell is translated, when you see the word hell in the Bible, they believe that that word refers to the grave six feet under. Okay, that's it. Follow me. Luke's Gospel, chapter 16. Okay, follow me. 
Luke's Gospel, chapter 16 and verse 19. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and furred sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores. Follow me now. And desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, moreover the dogs came and licked the sores. And it came to pass, listen to this now, that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man died also and was buried. And in hell, they believe this to be the grave, the Jehovah's Witnesses, and in hell. He lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. So follow me now. In hell, in the grave, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment in the grave. He seeth Father, Father Abraham afar off in the grave, and Lazarus in his bosom in the grave. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, this is all in the grave, have mercy on me in the grave, and send Lazarus uh, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented, I for I am tormented in this flame. All this is in the grave. Abraham speaks to him in the grave. Son, remembers that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. Wait a minute. Son, remembers? What the Jehovah's Witnesses say that the dead know nothing. They use that scripture. The dead know nothing. The dead know nothing. Okay? And the dead, according to the Bible, that's what it says. The dead know nothing. But it's referring to the physical body. Once you die, amen, your brain is no longer functioning, amen, your spirit's alive, and the, though the body that's in the grave does not know anything, true, but not the spirit, you're obviously here, amen, hallelujah, Father Abraham says to, Laz to the rich man, amen, son, in verse 25, son, rememberest thou in thy lifetime, receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus, evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented, hmm, he says, son, remember us. What? The dead know nothing. Well, he remembers. The rich man remembers. Because, because the dead know nothing doesn't refer, only refers to the physical body. It does not refer to the spirit that separates from the body. Amen? And once the spirit separates them from the body, if they know Christ, they're with the Lord. As, as Brother Paul said, under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen? And so if, you, if you're not saved, the Bible says, like the rich man, you'll die. Lift up your eyes in hell, not in the grave. Because you can't, when you lift up your, if you were to lift up, you lift up your eyes in the grave, that means you're alive, number one. That's the that's number one messed, messed up thing about it. The Bible says they died. And the second thing is, how on the planet earth are you going to talk to Abraham when you're only in a box six feet under? He's nowhere near you. You're tormented in some flame that's not even there. Amen. It's so ridiculous. It's beyond description. Well, they're claiming to know the Bible. They're claiming to be so, so understanding of biblical scriptures. They, they're deceived by the Satan, unfortunately. Again, we're not to knock these people down. We love them. We're praying for them. But they're deceived by Satan to believe such a lie. It's so plain in the Bible. So plain. And they believe in annihilation. Okay, we're going to go to that now. So turn with me if you're, if you're following with me. Amen. To Revelation chapter number 14. We're talking about the Bible Watchtower Society, all the wise known as, as the Jehovah's Witnesses. They don't believe in the deity of Christ, which we just showed is a lie. Christ is God. He, and that there's a trinity. They don't believe in that. They don't believe in a real literal hell. Well we, well, we just showed you that obviously hell exists according to Luke's Gospel 16. And of course, there's many other scriptures that we could go to. But well, let's go to Revelation chapter 14 for a moment, which I believe totally destroys the understanding of annihilation. Okay, and that whereby there is no punishment, eternal punishment for the wicked, which, would, which the Bible says, tragically, there will be. 
The Bible says in Revelation chapter number 14 and verse number 9, the Bible says, and of course we're reading from the King James Version, the Bible says, the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, verse 10, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured up with all mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented, listen now, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. How long will this torment occur? Well, the Bible tells us in verse number 11 of Revelation chapter 14. And the smoke of the torment ascendeth up forever and ever. Listen now. And they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receiveth the mark of his name. The Bible says that they will be in torment. Listen now. And that their torment will be, they'll have no rest day nor night. They will not have any rest day nor night at all. They will have zero rest day or night in hell forever. They will not, they, so, so listen now. The Bible Watch Tower Society first place, oh, there's no hell. That's number one that's wrong. We know, just talked about Lazarus and the rich man. They can't, oh, they said, well, that's only, uh, that's only an illustration. Really? How can it be an illustration? When you have Abraham, he is not a fictitious person, which means he's not a fable. He's not just some kind of person that didn't exist. Abraham, we know, existed clearly in the Holy Scripture. Abraham had a son by the name of Isaac. Isaac had Jacob, and the genealogy goes down right back to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So the whole understanding that there's no Abraham, they, even they would not agree to that. So they agree. So the fact of that Abraham is in, the, is in the event of Luke's Gospel chapter 16 proves without a shadow of a doubt that Luke's Gospel 16 pertaining to, the, to Lazarus and the rich man was not a fairy tale, was not just a story, was, was not just some kind of parable. It was a true event. Clearly. God would not, Jesus Christ of Nazareth would not put Abraham in a false event talking about a false place of torment that doesn't exist. He'd be lying, which we know he, he cannot do. God cannot lie because he's God in the flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. He cannot lie because he's the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but through him. And so we understand clearly that hell is eternal. Hell, amen, the smoke of the torment ascended up forever and forever. And so hell is not just a million years or a billion years or a zillion years. It's for all eternity. And so in the Bible track society, Bible Watchtower track society, the Jehovah's Witnesses tell you that hell is not real. They're lying to you. They're telling you lies. Amen. And all other movements, that they're lying to you. The Armstrongism, they're lying to you. They're deceiving you. They're deceiving themselves. Amen. They are promoting lies. Amen. And they're damning their own selves to that place that they don't even believe. And it's so powerful when the Lord talks about it in Luke's gospel 16 because, amen, they, Lazarus was talking, uh, rather, the rich man was talking to Abraham and saying, uh, Father Abraham, send my five brethren. I have five brethren. Tell them that this place of torment's real so they don't come here. Tell them. Please send Lazarus to tell them about that place of torment, right? And what did Father Abraham say? Well, he said, well, no, no, they, they have Moses. They have the prophets. Let them hear them. And then we know that, that, that Lazarus, uh, the rich man, said, nay, Father Abraham, but yet if one, were ro one rose from the dead, they will believe him. And Father Abraham said, nay, uh, the, the, if they don't believe Moses and the prophets, neither will they believe the one rose from the dead. Amen. And this is what's happening. They, they, we have it all right here in the Bible. But the Jehovah's Witnesses don't want to believe the Bible. 
They want to they want to pervert the Bible in order to justify their false teaching. That's deception. But that's what they're doing. Just by a simple understanding of the scriptures, you find out their lies. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, search the scriptures. Amen. That's what the Bereans did to see what Paul was saying was true. And that's what we must do. We must, do. We must search the scriptures pertaining to what I'm preaching, to pertaining to what everybody preaches. Amen. No, I'm not the final authority. The Bible is. But we know from rightly dividing the word of truth that the Bible Watchtower Society is lying, is lying to their people, is lying to the world. So the fact of the matter is, this institution is growing. They're knocking on doors. They're trying to tell people, amen, that these, that, that these places don't, that hell doesn't exist. Christ is not God. Amen. And they're, they're, gaining, they're gaining momentum in many cases. But this is because people don't really understand or know their Bible. Amen. They're not understanding it. They're believing that whatever these people are saying because they quote a scripture here and there, therefore what they must be saying is true. It's not true. It's a lie, as we just mentioned all through the scripture. Amen. We know that God is the only judge, and that's who Christ, Christ is judging. He's the one that comes to judge the quick and the dead. It is appearing his kingdom. Honor me as you honor the Father. How, when does he say that? Jesus talks about that in John's gospel. Amen. And so all of these scripture verses, amen, pertaining to uh, Christ being God, pertaining to him uh, uh, dying on the cross, that's another one. They don't believe that he died on the cross. They believe he died on a stake, <laughs> on a stick, right? And they don't believe he died on the cross. They believe that was that's a paganistic understanding of, of Jesus Christ. We're going to get to that in a moment. Amen. As we get ready to close. But here, here it is now. John's gospel, chapter number five. Okay. The Lord Jesus Christ talking about honoring him as you honor the Father. Well, I mean, honor me as you honor God, the same honor. If I said that to you, that means I'm putting myself on the same pedestal as God. Listen what he, listen what he says here. John's gospel, chapter five. And it says here in verse number 21, for as a father raises up the dead and quickeneth them, even so the son quickeneth whom he will. <laughs> Sounds like the same authority as a father, doesn't it? Amen. Verse 22, for the father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the son. Hmm. What? What is this? Why? What, is, what, what does this all mean? Verse 23, that all men should honor the Son even as they honor the Father. Hallelujah. He that honoreth not the Son honoreth not the Father which hath sent him. Verily, verily, I say to you, he that beareth my, heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me out of everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation but is passed from death unto life. Hmm. The Bible clearly says that if you are, you, if you, Honor God, you have to honor the Son just as much as you honor the Father. This is proof, this is also showing that Christ is God. Amen? That He is not just a created being. It's a lie. He was there at the beginning, at the beginning of creation. He was there. He created all things, or as we know. He didn't create all other things, just to reiterate what I said earlier. The, the word other is not in the Greek. The Jehovah's Witnesses, all he created all other things, as if to say, oh, God created him, and that he created all of other things. It's a lie. It doesn't say that in the word of God at all, period. Amen. They use verses, oh, well, he's the firstborn, he's the firstborn of, of the creation of God, meaning that, oh, he's the first one that God created. That's not what it means at all. It just means that he's the originator of creation. That's all it means. Amen. It doesn't mean that he was created, but they want to believe that. Oh, so we already touched on that earlier. But amen. But just getting back to the idea whereby they said that Jesus died on a stick 
right? A, a stake as opposed to a cross because Jehovah's Witnesses believe that Jesus, amen, died on a stake, not a cross. This is what they believe, okay? They believe that the fact that, that uh, Christians believe that he died on the cross is paganistic. We're going to show you why that he did not die on a stake. He died on the cross. If we go on John, to John's Gospel, chapter 20, and we go to down to verse 24, okay? Jesus appeared to his disciples, and Thomas wasn't there, amen? And uh, when Jesus came, okay? Um, so verse 24 says, but Thomas was one of the 12, but Thomas, one of the 12, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. This is John's Gospel, chapter 20, verse 24. 25, verse 25 says, The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. <laughs> Hallelujah. And put my finger into the print of the nails, plural, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. The disciples told him that Jesus Christ had nails in his hand. He didn't die like this. He died like this. Hands stretched out. Hallelujah. One nail here. One nail here. Praise God. Hallelujah. They believe he died on a stake. No, he died on a cross for our sins. Hallelujah. And shed his blood and rose again. How do we know that? The print of the nails. It wasn't just one nail here. The print of the nails in his hands. It says here. Huh? Isn't what we just read? Except I shall see the hand, the, the, his hands, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. The print of the nails. Hallelujah. He died on a cross, not a stake. Amen. But the reality is, more importantly, he's God in flesh. He rose from the dead. Amen. And he's coming back again. In the same as we close, amen, Thomas said to Christ, amen. And after eight days again, this is verse 26 of John's Gospel, chapter 20. And after eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. But Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Amen. He said, my Lord, hallelujah, and my God. That's who Jesus Christ is. He's God in flesh. He's not Michael the archangel. Amen. To which of the angels said he at any time, the Bible says. Amen. They believe that Christ is Michael the archangel. He's not. It's a lie. How do we know that? We're going to close with this. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews, amen. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number one. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's so much doctrines that are so false within the Bible track, Watchtower Society. Amen. It will take us a, a long time to go through it systematically. But I believe we, we covered enough for now. But you look at Hebrews chapter one. Amen. The Bible says, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says here in Hebrews chapter one. And we go all the way down to uh, verse number six. And, and again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, this referring to Christ's incarnation, the first begotten into the world, right? 
the only begotten Son of God, when Christ, when the Word became flesh, okay? Talking about when Christ became flesh, according to his flesh, not his beginnings when he was God from all eternity. It's talking about his, when he, when he added to himself a human nature, okay? And again, he, when he bringeth in the first begotten in, in the, into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. <laughs> let all the angels of God worship him? Yeah, why? Because he's God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen? It'd be sin to worship another God. We understand that. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve Christ, said Jesus said in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 4. Well, he's God. Let all the angels of God worship him. Who? The Lord Jesus Christ, because he's God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And of the angels, he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son he saith, thy throne, O God. Who said that? The Father. But unto the Son, he saith, thy throne, O God, the Father calls the Son God. Amen? Is forever and forever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Um, right? Hallelujah. And thou, verse 10, and thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work, works of thine hands. It's God. God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Nobody else but God. Not a God, but God. He's the only one that created the heavens and the earth. And Christ, the Bible says, created all things. Therefore, he's God. Simple. Hallelujah. And to say that he's not God is utter blasphemy. We're going to finish this. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 13 says, But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thine enemies a footstool? That's what he said to the, to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord said unto my Lord, the Bible says, right? Okay. Referring to the fact that the Messiah is God. Amen. Hallelujah. So which, to which of the angels, the Bible says, said he at any time? How could he be Michael the archangel when he says, to which of the angels said he at any time? Hallelujah. If, he, if Christ is Michael the archangel, that means he's referring to Michael the angel. To sit at his right hand. It's a lie. He's not Michael the archangel. Michael the archangel is a created being. Hallelujah. A created godly angel. But he is not Jesus Christ. It's a lie. They lie. They lie about hell. They lie about the deity of Christ. They lie about the eternity of hell. They lie that he did not rise up bodily from the grave. They lie about the Trinity. They lie. They lie. They lie. And they, those lies will damn your soul to hell because of Jesus is not Christ. He's not able to die for our sins and to save us from eternity in hell. He's unable to do so. If he did not rise again for our justification, then how do we know that the scriptures are even real? If Christ did not rise from the dead, then we are yet in our sins. They're lying. Amen. They're deceivers. They're lying with their false doctrines of Satan, satanic influence. It's contrary to the word of God. If you are in the Bible, watch Tower Society, Track Society, otherwise known as the Jehovah's Witnesses, leave immediately for your own soul's sake. It is a synagogue of Satan. It's lying to you about all their false teachings. It's leading you to a place that they don't believe in, which is real, called hell. And their only escape out of that place called hell is to believe in the true God and eternal life the Lord Jesus Christ little children hallelujah keep yourselves from idols believe in the gospel come to Jesus Christ today believe that he's God in flesh repent of your sins believe the word of God and deny the false doctrines of men and believe what the Bible clearly teaches that he's God in the flesh in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God not a God but was God amen somebody 
Hallelujah. And great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Hallelujah. Praise God, somebody. He was the one that was manifest in the flesh, the Lord Jesus Christ, looking for that great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen to what the Bible said. Hallelujah, somebody. If you're listening to believing in a false Jesus with a false spirit, hallelujah, with a false gospel, the Bible says uh, you will be following the blind and the blind lead the blind and both shall fall into the ditch. Uh, what ditch is that? It's the ditch of hell which will lead to the lake of fire and the smoke of the earth, the torment will ascend up forever and forever and you'll have no rest day or night. You will be there for a million years, uh, a trillion years and it will only be just the beginning because there will be no end. Sadly, tragically. Oh, they said, how can you believe in such a place? If a God is a, he, he's such a God of love, how can he create a place of torment? He, that's why he provided the cross. That's why he came down and down on the cross for your sins and mine. That you can be saved. That I can be saved. That I can be redeemed and you can be redeemed from hell and be given everlasting life. And that's why Christ Jesus died and rose again bodily from the dead, from the grave. Amen. For just spirit, how would you have the proof? Spirit, he said, have not flesh and bones as you see me have. Over 8 million people believe in this lie. And other lies like it. Don't believe it. Believe the word of God. Come to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born again. You need to repent of your sins and come to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about denomination or organization. You must be born again. Religion can't save you. An organization can't save you. You need to believe the gospel. You need to have a spiritual experience by which you turn from sin and come to Christ by faith, believing that he's the true God and eternal life. Amen? Believing that you need to be born again by his spirit, turning from your sins and receiving him by faith as your Savior and Lord, and away from these heretical, damnable doctrines that will lead your soul to hell. They're, they're lying to you. Leave the Bible Watch Tower Society. Amen. Pray for them if you're saved and witness to them because they need to be born again. They need to be saved. If you're not right with God, you need to be saved right now. You need to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and be born again by the Spirit of God. You can do that today. You can be right with the true and living God. We love you. We're praying for you. If you're part of the Jehovah's Witnesses, we love you. We want you to be saved. But make no mistake about it. We're not apologizing for what I preach. It's, it's the truth. This is all doctrines that are on their website. This is what they believe. It's a lie. It's contrary to the Word of God. We can go to other doctrines, like I said, but we don't have the time. Amen. Like the 144,000, but does not refer to the, the only, uh, there's only going to be 144,000 up in heaven. The next verse says there is a number which no man can number. There's going to be an innumerable, a, a, a number which no man can number in heaven. Multiple numbers of Christ, people, Christians saved, people saved, amen, who are born again. Amen. The saints of God in the Old Testament looking toward the cross and us looking back to the cross. Amen. Trusting the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord. But if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, and you believe in the lie, you've been believing the lie of the Bible Watchtower Society, you need to be saved. Jesus loves you. But you need to be in, believe in the biblical Christ, not the false Christ of Michael the Ar that Christ is Michael the Archangel, that he's not God, and there's no hell, and there's no, there is no trinity, and all that false teaching and damnable heresies that lead to hell. They don't believe in hell. We've just proven that there is a hell, and it's forever. And you don't have to go there. Praise God. For God so loved the world, hallelujah, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Hallelujah. He became son of God at the, at the, at the incarnation. Amen. When he came to die on the cross for our sin. In the beginning was the word, and the word became flesh. That's what it means. Hallelujah. The only begotten son of God. Begotten, not made. Praise God. You need to know the Lord as your Savior. You can know him today. And you could be born again by your spirit. Know the Lord Jesus Christ, who's a true God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And eternal life. 
Little children, keep yourselves from idols. You need to be saved by his grace and receive him as a son of God, as God in flesh, to be saved from hell and be given everlasting life. If you do not believe that I am he, that he's God, the Bible says you'll die in your sins. Repent of your sins and trust him today. If you want to pray that prayer with me, you can be saved today. And know the true and living God, not religion, but salvation. And have the spirit of God come and live inside of you and be born again by his spirit and enable the Holy Ghost to help you to live the Christian life. If you want to be saved today from hell, you can do that. You just need to pray unto him and ask him into your heart. Amen. If you want to pray this prayer with me, a prayer itself can't save you. But if you're truly sincere unto God and you really repent and, and turn away from your sins and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, he will save you and he will give you everlasting life and he'll, you will escape the eternity that is waiting for so many in hell. Let's pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you rose again from the dead according to the Holy Scriptures bodily. I believe you are God in the flesh, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, come into my heart right now. I turn away from all my sins. And I trust you, not an organization, not a denomination, not a religion. But I trust you and you alone, Lord Jesus, for my eternal salvation. And I surrender my life to you. And Lord, I pray that by the help of the wonderful Holy Ghost, I will live for you, serve you, and walk with you all the days of my life. In your name, in Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, praise God, and you sincerely meant you, be, you just became a newborn again child of God. And you want to ask Jesus Christ, if you ask the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, go on our website, and amen, you can go on our website, amen, and, and internationaldeliveranceministries.org, and you can look at on our website, and you, you'll find on our website, amen, uh, a salvation tab you hit that tab go all the way down and it teaches and it, you'll find the booklet there saying what it means to be born again absolutely free you can read that amen pass it to others as and to as many people as you like to other new uh born again christians those who've truly come to christ uh and you can encourage them in the word of god by sending them to that particular portion of our website where they can read what it means to be born again for new Christians, absolutely free. Amen. You want to support this ministry, you can do so. No gift is too small. No gift is too large. You just go on our website and you can donate any gift that you feel to give from the Lord. We love you. Praise God. We're praying for you. God bless.